Why, hello and welcome to the latest edition of the program we call Illumination. Coming from the library of Sunset Lodge number 369 right here in Santa Monica, California. Once again, those who don't know too much about the area, Santa Monica is just west of Los Angeles, right on the beach. And our lodge, in fact, uh, is ooh, just over a mile away from the beach and the world-famous Santa Monica Pier. We're here to share, you, share with you all things Masonic, whether it's our people, our teachers, our people from different aspects of Masonry. And uh, it's great to have you along for that. If you wish to get in touch with us, the best way to do it is to go on the web and search us up. Our web address is sunsetmasoniclodge.org. That's sunsetmasoniclodge.org. We're here most every Tuesday night. And we start at 6.30. We have a meal at 6.30. And then at 7.30, we do whatever we're doing, whether it's a practice or a degree or a stated meeting. And feel free to come by, whether you're a Mason or not. We'd love to see you. If you want to find out more about it, just come on by. Our guest today, we're honored to have one of the newer members of our lodge. He has done so much. He received his third degree just a few weeks ago. And he also received a few more degrees last weekend, uh, weekend before last, and we'll talk about that as we go. I want to introduce you to Brother Matt uh, Absher. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my honor. I want to find out a little bit about you. Um, okay. What got you interested in, in masonry? Um, you know, it's it's funny, actually, that you asked. It's a, I call it my own personal rule of three. Um, when I was 18, um, I happened to ask my best friend's um, mother's boyfriend at the time, you know, um, about a ring that he had. And he explained his, you know, a ring that related to him being a Freemason. And I said, oh, <clears throat> what, what is that about? And he said, well, rather than, you know, me tell you <laughs> anything, he was, he, he was like, I'll, I'll give you some information. And he'd given me this thick packet, you know, on stuff I could read about it. And he was like, and if you're still interested after this, he was like, come and find me. You know, and I looked at it and I was 18. I was getting ready to go to college. Yeah. You know, I'm busy doing a bunch of other stuff. I looked at it and I was like, ah, it's, it's just too many pages for me to read currently. And I threw it to the side and never thought about it again. Um, and then probably about, I don't know, roughly a decade ago, give or take, um, I had a good friend of mine and he had, we were talking and somehow Freemasonry came up. And he said, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm joining this lodge yada yada and he was my my grandfather was a mason my father was a mason i said oh interesting and he said you know if you ever want to come to a dinner let me know and i said oh, okay and i didn't really see him much after that and never took him up on it and i said you know it's it's funny like this is twice now that it's come up like in my life and it if it comes up again i'm gonna take them up on it you know uh, i'm gonna see how much i can follow through with right. being interested and um then Brother Tom Jello and mm -hmm. I worked together at Universal Studios. And I don't, I can't remember how we got on the subject, but it was either maybe a, it was a post that he had made or something, but it, masonry was brought up. And so I asked him about it. And of course, his response was like, you know, if you ever want to come out to a dinner, it's, the, it's a drive. It's all the way in Santa Monica, but you know, you're more than welcome and I'll show you around. I said, sure. And so I came out and, you know, had dinner and, it was great, and then it was actually uh, Worshipful Lopez. Right. 
that I introduced myself to and was in kind of mid-conversation with when uh, Worshipful Ramirez showed up. And he, you know, with his big beard and his regalia, <laughs> you know, it kind of fascinated me from the moment I saw him. And he had asked me, he was like, do you want to see the lodge? And I said, sure. And he showed me around. And within five minutes, he and I are, you know, neck deep talking about, you know, mysticism and Gnosticism and esoteric symbology and all kinds of stuff. And all of a sudden I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm what in. a great guy to show you things. Oh, I, that guy's got nothing. Very lucky. Sure. Yeah. Yes. But that, that's how it all started. Was that, huh? that was it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I had already made the agreement with myself that it had ever, you know, if it ever popped back up in my life again, then I would, you know, go for it. And I, I also missed the opportunity to be in a fraternity in college. I was so busy. I, I took roughly about eighteen credits. They call them hours right. in Texas. You know, yeah. a semester. And I was looking at getting out of college in about three and a half years. And so wow. I had done so much that the only organization I could be a part of was the honorary theater fraternity right. that I had joined. And I loved it, but I mean, I was in that for one semester. So I never really got a, an opportunity to actually be part of a fraternity, which is something I was always interested in. Since, you know, playing football in high school, I never really had like camaraderie or brotherhood like that again. Right. And I was always interested in it, but never really found it until I came here awesome awesome yeah. now now what got you to really want to advance in masonry you know um each step each degree along the way gives you you know i mean well, it's just like anything else you know they say you you'll get out what you put into it right you know and i you know i like doing the long form of things i like you know delving in and trying to deep dive and get as much info as i can and you you know, we're all spread out all over L.A., so we can't see each other and, you know, outside of here and get, you know, deep in conversation about sure. things as much as we would like to hear. So I like to spend my time reading and finding out more things. And, you know, as much as I can, I wanted to I just kind of had that desire right. to learn more and get more information. And so um, each step along the way is not only a personal challenge, you know, within yourself of where you want to go. But also that how much you can learn and how enlightened you can become along the way in your own right of right. everything. And there so that's go. where that came from me, okay. is just wanting to know more All and right. experience more. Now, uh, okay, so, so you want to find out more. You do your first degree. Mm -hmm. What happened after you did your first degree? What was it like? You know, um, it's interesting because you don't, you're experiencing things on a different level, right. you know. Um you don't see really things that are going on. You can hear things and you can kind of, you know, you have the idea of, you know, you can suppose, you know, the idea of like what's going on. It's the same way uh, interpretation when you're reading stuff. Right. You know, that you like you have an idea of what this could be about and everybody has their own personal interpretation. But it's in a, in a way, it's like a baptism. You know, you you go in one way. And then you come out on the other end a little different, right? You know, where you're a little, you're a little enlightened, you know, like, and you've you've gotten a little bit, and you've had the experience of having camaraderie with these other guys as well that you talk to, and it's the it's the taking of the first step in a way, you know. And anytime you start a new venture, when you take that first leap, that's kind of, I guess, what I would call it. It's, it's the first big leap into masonry, where you take it. So then afterwards, you. You're so happy and excited that you did, but you kind of want 
to keep going. You're ready to take another leap. You there know? you go. Real yeah. good. Uh-huh. All right. I just want to remind everybody that you are watching or listening to the program Illumination from the Library of Sunset Lodge number 369 in Santa Monica, California. My name is Les Jones, and I'm here with our our brother, Matt Absher, who is a fellow Texan. <laughs> who's that? You know, I've got to bring that up. Yep. Got to. Yep. Got to bring that up. <laughs> If you want to get in touch with us, just go to our website. It's sunsetmasoniclodge.org, sunsetmasoniclodge.org. You can watch us on YouTube, or you can also go to Google Podcast, and I downloaded the little app for that, and look us up, uh, Illumination Sunset Lodge. Or you can, if you have an iPhone or an Apple device of any type, iPad, you can just click on the podcast icon and look us up from there. So, you know, we, we've got everything covered. So right there. And it's, it's an honor to have you part of, of our program today. Thank you. We, we've gone over the first degree for mm-hmm. you. And I think it's real important for people to know people's insights in each of the degrees. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like if we have 20 people, we have 20 different ed- insights. And I, that's what I love about this. Yeah, everybody has their own little viewpoint on it. Yeah. That's great. All right. We talked about the first degree. How about the second degree? My favorite one. Well, so far, I have to be honest, the second to me was uh, very, very special. Um, Partly because you were a part of that, uh, you you know, and the, the knowledge and information that you shared during my second degree really... Um, it made it very, very special to me. You know, it's something that I'll never forget, you know, and the, the information that's passed down and you get to kind of, you get to kind of live the experience, you know, and just like anything, there's, you know, there's a little bit of, um, you know, there's a little bit of panache to it, you know, there's a little bit of performance and you're very good at that. Thank you. So it's, uh, it made it all the better to have kind of that, like, and you help me along the way and have that immersive experience because you do want to soak up as much of the knowledge as you can and um, kind of see it. And then subsequently, I've been very lucky to have gotten to witness, you know, a second degree. I think it was maybe even a month after yes. that, you know, so it wasn't very long after having my own. I got to see it, you know. And so when you, you, you see it from the outside looking in after being someone who was on the inside in the middle of it, you know, it's very interesting and it puts different pieces together that you didn't think about. Um but I, what I loved about most about the second degree is the amount of work that it took to get everything together, but how much from the first degree, excuse me, transferred over into the second degree in a way where it's very different, but you were still able to have a baseline. It was, it was very evident that the first degree was a, a good foundation. Right. Um, and doing the long form, it really helps oh, as well. You know, I, I did you, that also, so it's wonderful. Yeah, having that foundation was great because then going to the second, it didn't, I don't want to say it made it easier. It just made you have references that were never there. You know, you're, you're literally going in blind oh, yes. <laughs> on your first degree. Sure. And so going in for the second and having any kind of a reference to be like, oh, and then seeing the significant differences, you know, that anything that is different sticks out like a sore thumb because you're having to make the difference to notice it, you know? Right. It's, it, and so I really liked it. I liked the, uh, the level of enlightenment to which, um, the beauty of the second degree came in. You can, you can spend a lifetime studying 
yeah. everything uh, has to do with the second degree and not even really scratch the surface. Very, it's very something true. else. I remember I asked my dad, I said, should I do the long long form or the short form? He said, well, you know, do the long form. It'll, it'll help you out along the way. Little did I know that there's so much in doing that. Mm-hmm. That's so much more. And I highly suggest people doing that. All right. Then there's the big one, the uh-huh. third degree. <laughs> how did how did that, what did you think about your experience with that? What did you get from that? Well, even, you know, going from the first to the second, you then now think that you have, you have a grasp <laughs> on, on what it is. You know, you think, oh, you know, I've, I've been to the first, I've been through the second, you know, I got this, you know what I mean? I kind of, I kind of, now you think, oh, I know what to expect. I know what's going on. And it, again, it, it's a curveball. Right. You know, you go in and it's completely different. Famous last words. Yes. So, yeah. Um, the length of it is, you know, it's as, as degrees go, you know, is astronomical. Right. You know, the amount of information given, the amount of, you know, the amount of enlightenment, it just continues, you know, and you soak every bit of it up. You know, getting to witness it as well, the same way I did with the second degree, I'm not even a month after I got to see a third degree. And then immediately the week after that, I got to see another. And so that was very interesting to me to be able to sit through it because, like you said, for the you know, second degree, you can spend a lifetime studying the material and barely scratch the surface. Right. For the third degree, it's, you know, I mean, even seeing it now, I think three times, it's still just like, you want to know more because you just, you get in there and it's so dense with information and there's so much going on. And I really love the story aspect to the third degree, right. you know, where it ties things together in a way that you get to, you know, you get to kind of see historical figures and, you know, the, the, almost in a way like the embodiment of the, you know, the conflict of, you know, man and human mind um, yeah. in a in a very big way. I just like the, the grandiose spectacle, I think, of what the third degree contains, which to me is, it's fun. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, it makes it a, a lot of fun, too. Sure. Because it goes by very quickly. Well, you know, you're, um, as time goes by, you're becoming more and more part of our lodge and Looks like the way things look, you're going to be taking my place as senior deacon of the lodge next year. What yeah. do you think about that? Honestly, I'm I'm really excited. Um, at one because I love to be involved. Um, I like being um, I like being somebody who is. I mean, I don't need to be the head of anything, but I like being kind of a, a big cog in the wheel of what goes on. You know, if you're going to be involved in something, you should probably sink your teeth in. Is how I see it. You know, you should you should never halfway do anything. Oh, no. You know. It's got your name on it when you're done. Why not? You know, go all the way. So I'm really excited because I get to watch what you do and the amount of work that you put into what you do. And I really admire that. And it's one of those where even having the opportunity is a nice honor because you're like, how am I going to do that? You know, like what what is my version of what that looks like? You know, and so it's going to be an an amazing journey. It's getting, you know, it's like an archaeologist getting an invitation to go to Egypt or Turkey or somewhere where, you know, there's a site that is undiscovered, but they've tapped something and they want them to go work on it. It's you just it's a new discovery. It's a new discovery. Yeah. Each time you do it. I love studying for the second degree because it's it is always is fresh and a new for me every time I go over it. And mm-hmm. so I, I it's going to be great um, seeing you do that. I'll 
do whatever I can to help you out on that also. Well, we also went on a special adventure here a couple of weekends ago, and um, you and I were a part. Uh, we joined the Scottish Rite. Yes, we did. And we received the degrees up to the 32nd degree. Yes. We're now at the top of the ladder, so to speak, <laughs> degree-wise. You know, uh -huh. we're, we're just we're just masons looking for more. That's all we are, basically. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. we're all the same. What was that experience like? Because I know I have my. It was. It was just bring up my part real quick. It's so rich. It really is. Well, a. It's also like um, strangely enough. It's kind of like going to the big leagues, where you know, like. Being a sports fanatic, and I played a lot of sports growing up. When you when you go from the amateur to professional level, things shift very fast, and it's a it's a job to some people, and you know what I mean. Like that, and everybody's good. There's no one on the playing field that's not any good. Everyone there is at the you know upper echelon of what it takes to be there, or they wouldn't be there. And so everything about the game moves very very fast. And so you have to pay attention and you have to be just as quick and jump in, you know, and if you're not seasoned, you won't survive, you know, in a weird way, joining the Scottish Rite and getting to see different degrees, you know, and almost a crash course, because it's a bit of a marathon over yes, the you know course yeah. of a weekend. That's almost what it's like. It's like, I remember the, the first time I, my I, track and field was big for me growing up. Right. I remember the first time I was at a varsity track and field meet versus being at a JV meet. Right. And I was a sophomore in high school and I'd went from a freshman meet to suddenly I'm in a varsity meet. And it was just mind blowing how good everybody was suddenly. And it's like you get caught hesitating because you're just in awe of what's going on. That's kind of like what it's like going to the Scottish Rite and seeing these other degrees everyone's a stranger you know and everyone's so good and so fast at what they do yeah. you're just like trying to catch it all you know and it never stops like it doesn't slow down there's no one explaining it to you you just have to pay attention and keep going there you go and it's heavy you it know? really it's, is it's really good stuff i know i it's as i mentioned uh at the at the meeting that I went through it. Now I'm going to do a little research and reading on it. Mm -hmm. And then I look forward to watching it again just to get a whole different viewpoint of it because it's so rich. There's so much to pick up along the way, isn't it? The amount of material is, it really is astronomical. Like the amount of material that you get to just witness and watch happen. But then you also have this great admiration for, you know, these men who've been doing this yes. for however long you get to see them go up and do their work and just when you think you've seen it all you know you see somebody come up and just you know the oratory skills are maddeningly good yes, and you're yes. just it's you're almost you are you sit back and you're just in awe of like there's like you think that there's a as good as it can get you know kind of a level to tell these stories and to pass information along and then all of a sudden you see somebody that you're like i didn't even know it could be that good right and you're like wow this really is kind of like you feel grateful to be a part of it where you get to continue this tradition you get to keep it going, you know, and you get to contribute whatever you can to keep these things alive. I know when I was, when I was, when we were going through the degrees, I said, man, this one is awesome. And then I said, oh, wait a second. This one is really <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And then this one, oh man, this, it, they just seemed to build on each other along they, the way. They really did. And the, uh, you know, not only it's, you know, you're you're cramming so much information sure. in. 
you know, you're trying to pay attention to everything. You know that you're going to get study guides. <laughs> you can go back and look and you'll have the opportunity to see them again, you know, but you're just trying to soak in as much as you can. And then you see it all happen in front of you. And it's, it's, it's almost a little bit like wishing you could rewatch a movie that goes very quickly. You're just like, this is amazing. I'm enjoying every second of this, Yes. you know, but I want to see some of this again. And it's so much so fast. You're just like, Whoa. it's really hard to kind of take in the moment that you get a break. You just kind of want to sit in it for a little bit. I was so excited. I got about two hours sleep that Friday night to mm -hmm. Saturday morning. So it was Same. Just, there's yeah. so much going on here. So and it's, it's an extra challenge in that sense where you are paying attention and you are going to participate, you know, and you're like, I'm running on low sleep because we went so long the night before. Oh, yeah. And now I have to really deep dive into this. And then, but you see other people, you know, the people that, you know, I know they've done this before, but you see them go up and like, they're probably running on little sleep too. And they come in and they just blow you away. Knocking out of the ballpark. Yeah, so knocking it out of the park, every one of them. And so it was it was an amazing experience. It's one that anybody who will ever do it, that's something you remember the rest of your life. You'll never forget that. Never will. Yeah. Just a reminder, you are watch, watching or listening to, I've got myself uh, tangled up in this. <laughs> I have myself tangled up in my uh, earphone plug there. Anyway, you are listening or watching Illumination. Coming from the Library of Sunset Lodge, number 369 in Santa Monica, California. My name is Les Jones. Matt Ibsher is our guest. If you want to find out more about our lodge, just go to the website. That is sunsetmasoniclodge.org. Sunsetmasoniclodge.org. We're here just about every Tuesday. Uh, we start at 6.30 with a bite to eat until 7.30, and then whatever we have going on, we do afterwards. So if you want to be come by and visit, whether you're a brother or not, whether you're a Mason or not, please do come by, sit down, have a bite to eat with us. And if you've got any questions, please feel free to ask us, okay? And you can find out everything you watch, listen on Spotify, uh, the Google Podcast, or the iPhone, iPad Podcast. And you can watch us on YouTube anytime. Matt, you were talking about your interest in the esoteric. Mm -hmm. Where did that, when did that come about? Um, you know, growing up, uh, I was, you know, um, it was being involved in a mix of religions growing up, um, or different sects of Christianity. I was Christian Catholic when I was born, and then full gospel when I was pretty young, like around nine or ten with my grandmother. Right. Um, and then first Baptist as a teenager. And so, and then remain that, you know, growing up. And then going into college, I remember I went to a non-denominational service with uh, a good friend of mine. And then uh, I'd gotten into a play where the theater history teacher of our department was the director of the play. And it was, uh, it was a Chinese play that we did. And he, one of the, you know, things to read in preparation to play this Chinese farmer uh, was a was a book on Taoism, like, you know, the Tao Te Ching. And so basically Proverbs, you know, it's a lot of those. And I asked him a lot about it. And then I ended up, you know, subsequently getting a book on Buddhism from him. And then I ended up reading after that. I got into the Bhagavad Gita. And I started really being becoming interested in ancient cultures and religions, just kind of as my own study, like, just in curiosity of learning the difference between different religions and where they came from and 
knowing ancient cultures and history and then seeing where kind of like that part of the human mind has changed and evolved over time and where a lot of these things came from. So that study got me into Gnosticism and, you know, uh, of course, symbology. You know, as you think about like the earliest writings, you know, at some point it's all of it is just a manifestation of passing information and away from, you know, person to person, you know, and nothing has meaning until you place meaning upon it, you know, and so you take a a symbol and then, you know, people as a group decide this is what that symbol means and then they pass information along. And so I really loved that, the study of that, which began in college, and I've never stopped looking into it. You know, it's always something that if I ever have a book I can read, even if it's like, you know, fiction, but it revolves around that. You know, I I like that idea and I liked... um, you know, it's. I think it's, there's a little bit of Indiana Jones in all of us. Of you course, know? and so yes. you love kind of looking into those things and you know studying up on it. Right, and so you continue with this. Did you read any of the Dan Brown books? Or so of course, forth? yeah, and then the movies as well. You right. know, which kind of get a little bit into it, but that part of you know that series of books is really good. You know, of like it because it, it leads to so much uh, interesting work you know like uh, symbology especially can lead to very interesting stories you know right especially and i love mystery as well oh, so yeah. anything that you know can go into espionage and people passing secrets and things like that to try to you know follow a larger plan that's always interesting because right. you know i love to look for clues and try to find things like that there's you know what's what i what i find is that when i get into something like that at the end i have more questions now oh always yeah and yeah, it yeah. just it kind of feeds kind of makes me more hungry for more and more and more mm-hmm. all right <laughs> as time goes on you've got a big future ahead you're now a member of the scottish right you've done it the degrees, you're, mm-hmm. you're a master mason, which I think is most important above with all of them. Yeah. What do you see your future here at Sunset Lodge and in masonry in particular? Um, you know, I think, um, well, starting already, like just becoming an officer already is really nice. You know, it's an honor. And then to be able to progress and advance and see it from different angles, you know, like being senior deacon one day, you yes. know, like that would be... A, an honor, but you get to see it from a different perspective, you know, and then being able to teach. I love teaching and passing information, and so being able to see newer members come in and see how the lodge grows and evolves, you know, over time. And then eventually one day, you know, you kind of want, you know, everybody wants, I think, at some point, if you want to challenge yourself to be a master, you know, and help take that responsibility, you know, of what that's like. That is. Yeah. That's a big step. And so for me, that's, you know, and it doesn't end there because it's, you know, it's a lifetime thing. Right. And so you kind of want to see where it grows, where it evolves, and how you change and how you keep masonry a part of your life, you know, as you move on and evolve. So so as you're going on, the senior deacon is usually the first step in going around to becoming the master of the lodge, going through uh, the junior warden, the senior warden, and just growing. And I think you'd be a great ma- uh, master for us, master of our lodge. This is good. So, do you have any final thoughts along the way? Um, you know, I what? feel, again, I feel so new, which is interesting to think because I haven't been here for that long. But to to be interested enough to keep challenging myself, to push along, to have progressed to where I am now, um, I'm just ready for the adventure, you know? Like, it, it still feels very new to me, you yes. know? And... Um, I think that 
it takes a little while for that to go away, you know, when you're in any group and you still feel like you're just trying to measure up, you know, and everybody around you, you're just trying to get comfortable in the place, you know, and the guys are great. No one ever doesn't make me feel comfortable, but it's within yourself. You know, it's that thing where I'm learning as much as I can, you know, and I want to keep learning and keep coming back and keep, you know, finding more and then, you know, seeing how your own perspective as you get older, you know, everything changes, you know, you change, you evolve every day, but how the perspective and, you know, what you get from masonry and how that changes over time as well. Um, I would like to eventually just, you know, keep moving to be a great leader in masonry. I think you'd be yeah. just fine. I, I know how it is. I've been here for seven years mm -hmm. and it's like I turned around. It's like I was, all this is new. All this is brand new. And then all of a sudden I turn around. I'm one of the old men of the lodge. <laughs> I'm going, no, 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 no. This is brand new. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Brother Matt, it's awesome to have you here. Thank you for everything you shared and to share your life with us. And we're honored to have you a member of our lodge. Thank you, Les. I really appreciate it. You bet. And uh, we want to thank each of you to be uh, being a part of our program, uh, Illumination from Sunset Lodge number 369. Once again, our web address is sunsetmasoniclodge.org. That's sunsetmasoniclodge.org. We'd love to see you sometime. Until next time, see you then.